0: G'day guys, it is I, Lyle Swithenbank, back with another instalment of the Pelican Scoop, a hoop-ball.com presentation. Uh, You can, as always, follow me on Twitter, at Lyle Swithenbank, L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K. The show on Twitter is at HoopballPels, P-E-L-S, give that a follow as well, that'd be fantastic. Wow, guys. So, we played the Pacers. This is a post-game. Um, I've watched the game uh, at the time of recording this. I just finished watching it. I, I avoided the score all day at work um, because they played at about 9am my time. Um, got home, started to unwind. I was watching some good pals. Fantastic. And in, what, 6.9 seconds, it all unraveled. Um... Lots to talk about today. Um, not the best result that could have happened. I mean, there was a lot of uh, highlights, but also um, the result was unfortunate. If you are just checking the scores and haven't watched it, uh, spoiler alert, but uh, so it was the first overtime game of the season. Um, the Pels fell 116 to 118 to the Paces. Um, the second game in of a bit of a homestand at the Smoothie King Centre um, with, what, two minutes to go, I think, the Pels had a 10-point a, a lead and it evaporated through, I don't know, careless turnovers, uh, slack, ball handling, lack of communication... Uh, Laxadaisical defense. And we got beaten by a shell of Victor Oladipo who has really rediscovered his all-star form. He's playing fantastic. And Miles Turner who'd been sitting on the bench the whole game because of foul trouble. And that's all it took. Two shots from those guys and we were, uh, we were in some real trouble. And we we're in overtime. Now, I'm going to rewind a bit, so I mean, I've mean, jumped forward and carried on a bit about uh, the outcome. We started slow, we go right back to the, the start of the game, uh, started slow, didn't really hit many shots in the first couple of minutes, both teams were struggling to to get it in. The issue was is that they could hit threes and we couldn't, uh, and that was I suppose the, the story of the game, is that we just could not hit threes to save our lives it was like a lid was on it. It, it and it's been like that the last few games you know last year we were a big run and gun hitting threes and the only guy that could really hit them was was lonzo and you can't just as soon as they started closing out on him it, we were in some trouble you know uh, overall um, the first quarter was was okay we finished uh down by two i think yes 26 to 24 after the first it was the turnovers. I think we had eight turnovers by the fourth... Uh, by Yeah, four minutes into the second quarter, we'd already had eight turnovers. And that's just not good enough. After the the effort we'd gone to take care of the basketball in the game in the previous couple of wins, and then we just threw it away. And, and you know, they had a few as well, but the issue was is that points off turnovers, we just got absolutely smashed. I mean, for the, for the entire game, points off turnovers... It was 22 to 13, and at one point it was uh, 19 to 0. So, when you're getting that uh, benefit just from our carelessness or not taking care of the ball or bad passes, well, 22 free points, you know? We don't have that. We win by, what, 18? So, or 20, sorry, maths. Makes it really difficult. ...to win games when you're going to turn the ball over. For the the turnovers all up, we had 18, they had 14, which is not too bad. It just ours came at critical moments. So in the last two minutes, we turned it over twice, and all of a sudden, uh, we were in some real strife. You know, we, we got beaten by a bit of hustle from TJ McConnell, who... Wasn't even on the floor to defend it in most instances. He just came on to hassle Eric Bledsoe, got a couple of key steals, and basically changed the whole game for him. So hat off to him because that hustle was something that we lacked. Um, yeah, real shame. Real shame. Free throws, we were right up there again. You know, we had 24 attempts less than last time. Uh, made 19 of them, which is an improvement, 79%. You know, we said we've got to hit about that 80 mark, so that was good. I'll give you that. Three point attempts, 27. We hit nine of them. So you're hitting 33% of your shots. It really isn't good enough when the other team shoots 42%. And 69, well, they were like nine of 13 from free throw. So, you know, they left a few on the board, but only four. And we left, what, five? Yeah, not too bad. But they also shot nearly 50% from the field. 45 of 93 uh, field goal attempts. And you just can't do that. You you can't let teams shoot the ball so well when you're then gonna match them with 43%, especially when they're hitting more threes. 19 three pointers. That's 30 more points that came from the free throw, uh the three point line. It's gonna kill you. It is absolutely gonna kill you. And it in the end was fatal, despite how well a few of our guys played. So you know, Bi led from the front. 39 minutes he played. So if you're looking to have a bit of a rest up, no doubt. Uh, Thirty-one points, four rebounds, eight assists, one steal, two blocks. Um, he missed the game-winning bucket at the end of regulation, but then um, blocked. Uh, who was it? Vol- Oladipo falling away to uh, to try to win it from their end. I think it was point seven seconds or something left um, in regulation. So he blocked that. That was great. Uh, and you want to be having the ball in his hands. You know, you want him to be the guy, and he is. He shot one of six uh, from three, and there was a couple of times that he stepped into him. he just didn't need to. Um, You know, minus six on the night, which says a lot when you've done pretty much everything besides win the game. Uh, Lonzo Ball had 18, six and six, uh, and he was good. Four three-pointers, still minus two on the night. You know, these guys... They've absolutely battled, and they ended up losing. You know, Zion, 24 and 10. Two assists, a steal, a block. Six of eight free throws, plus 18. You know, he was phenomenal. Had a great game. And, you know, the big thing about Zion was that everyone that matched up on him kept getting fouls. So there were stretches where both Sabonis and Miles Turner were sitting on the bench with three fouls in the second quarter because he was just too strong. Him and Steven Adams are giving them some real trouble and I think that uh, the second chance points was really uh, something that kept us in the game it could have got really ugly if we hadn't hit those but um, yeah I mean extra, extra attempts at the bucket obviously helped Bledsoe had 12-11 rebounds and 5 assists and Steven Adams had 10-8, and eight. both were I thought excellent um, you know Bledsoe fell into the trap of TJ McConnell towards the end but for the most part he was really good Um, aggressive, getting to the basket, especially down the uh, down the stretch, he was very good. Um, Stephen Adams, it says 10 and 8, but you know, he was he was astronomical, he was absolutely the difference maker in this. And and I think if we had have been able to get Zion on the field earlier in um, in overtime, because he sat on the bench for every all of it but one minute, um it might have been on the other side because Stephen Adams battled so hard all day and as soon as those guys were out the big tall blokes and Jakar Sampson was put on him you know Stephen Adams just feasted whether it was the tips he had three blocks, eight rebounds but his offensive rebounds he had four and four I reckon they haven't credited him with everything especially the ones that he's uh, he tipped and, and batted back you know he might not have been credited a full rebound for him but yeah, he was, he was huge. So hats off to Steven Adams again. Um, the guy that's still struggling, J.J. Redick, um, 32 minutes, three points. Um, not much else. You know, he took a couple of charges. did a lot on the other end in terms of taking charges and, and drawing moving screen fouls, which were good. But again... He needs, to, he needs that shot to fall. And they're all, they're all saying, oh, yeah, it'll come. And he's just... Like, obviously, the shooters have cold periods. But, gosh, we hope it comes quickly because he's taken some shots. You know, he was 1 of 9 and he hit 1-3, which was 1 of 6. And that just kills you when you've got 9 shots that just pretty much write-offs. Josh Hart was good with 3 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists. Again... Doesn't up on the stat sheet, but he was just an absolute animal all night. Uh, we were really happy with his effort. You know, next down the, the stat sheet, and I'm just running down it at the moment, we're saying who's good and was average. Jackson Hayes had a real crack. He had nine points, five rebounds. Sabonis feasted on him, like, no doubt, defensively. But there were some good moments. Like, there was a, a point where they tried to draw a foul on him, and I think it was Miles Turner, and Jackson Hayes just stayed vertical. And it made Turner look so average because he had to like extend his arms to try to draw this foul. He didn't get it, and I um, was very impressed. So if the kid's slowly learning, well, good on him. You know, he was only minus six tonight, which is not the worst. Um, that was Nikhil, who was minus seven in the plus minus. Um, he still hit two three pointers and two timely threes at a t- at a point, but yeah, it it wasn't wasn't fantastic. Honestly, the uh, the showing. While we should have locked this down, I think that's the difference between these experienced playoff winning uh, teams is that you don't lose these games. That was a game that you had sewn up with two minutes to go and you thought you'd had it sewn up with two minutes to go. You said, all right, we've done this. Then I'm coming back from 10 down. And in a blink of an eye with 40 seconds left, the second three-pointer goes down and we're in some real trouble. So... That comes with experience. I can't criticise the guys because we pretty much won it. We just didn't secure the ball and we didn't secure the win. You know, that's something that um, it'll come in time. And those, as you get more reps and you play together more and Stan Van Gundy works on those late game, I suppose, possessions in in practice, well, we won't fall on the wrong side of the ledger of this. Should it have ever got to overtime? No. Should we have lost in overtime? Absolutely not. But it's not all doom and gloom. We're not going to write the season off because we've fallen to this. Like we said, what was the schedule? We wanted five wins. We're still at four. We're at four and three now. And that's okay. That is okay. You know, over at the Pacers, who played well for them? Brogdon was very good, I thought. Um, Yeah, he was. 21, seven rebounds, 11 assists, three steals, and a block. It was very good. Victor Oladipo was the difference maker in the end. He had a Big rest in the last quarter. He just didn't come on uh, until the very end and then overtime, and he was just so fresh. <laughs> he was good 25, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. Uh, he probably had a couple of steals. Yeah, he did. And uh, Sabonis, 19, 11, and 7. He fouled out with about 8 minutes to go in the last quarter. And, you know, Miles Turner ended up with 17 points in, in 22 minutes, which. I don't know how that happened, but he was um, he was the difference maker as well. He, he tied the game up with a clutch three, and um, yeah, that's that's how it went, I guess. But um, you know, sailor V, I suppose, is the French the French say? Um, I don't even know if that's the right reference, but we'll use it. It's going in there. It was um, yeah, one of those nights. Unfortunately, you know. I think I guessed about oh, halfway through overtime that this is going to be in some trouble. I, th- I thought we were going to lose this probably once the lead evaporated because it was absolutely another night of game of runs. You know, the, in the first quarter, the Pacers finished on a 16-2 run. Um, we went on a massive 18-3 to run or something later in the fourth, and that put us up by 10. But then, you know, they dragged it back. And all of a sudden, they had the momentum going into overtime, and... We're in some trouble, so not all bad, but it would have been nice to win that one. That would have been one that uh you could have just knocked on the head, and then everything else we win in this first ten uh is a bonus. But you know, we'll have a night off, we'll have a bit of a bit of a rest and uh and then we'll get back to the Smoothie King Center on Wednesday night uh to take on the Thunder again, who have fallen to two and four. So That will be one that we need to win. That's a must win. We can't drop that against those guys. And there's no excuse of this. Oh, we had overtime. You're getting a night off. Um, You should have won that. And if you you didn't let it go to overtime, then you wouldn't have to play so long. Um, You should have secured the victory. So these guys are young. I expect to see them with some vigor and come out and absolutely stomp the Thunder, which they did last time after a loss. So that's good. But I mean, that was a bit more of a belting by the Suns. But this is what you have to do. If you lose a game, you need to have the mentality that we aren't even going to make it a competition. We're just going to belt them. And unfortunately, uh, both times that we've lost recently, uh, it's been the Thunder that we uh, come up against. So we we'll just give them a touch up, uh, get our confidence back, you know, another chance for the uh, Kenny Hustle revenge game, but uh, we'll come out and, and stomp them, which will be good. Key takeaways from the game for me. I suppose the first one, love the pick and roll. We started the pick and roll really well in the first quarter. Um, and then we just sort of stopped doing it a little bit. Because um, I think they cottoned on it. But it was really good at penetrating the defense. And especially when the threes weren't falling, driving and fouling on these big guys, it gave them some... Uh, opportunities to give these guys easy buckets and as soon as these fouls were drawn when Miles Turner and Sabonis were sitting there with two each, it would just become matador defense. You could just walk past them and lay it in, which um, I really loved. I thought that was good. I like the pick and rolls. It's the oldest play in basketball. You've got Stephen Adams who sets the meanest picks in the league. You've got Zion Williamson who loves to set a pick and then get a little... Uh, receive a little bounce pass and then jump up and dunk all over people or lay it up and draw another foul. Let's keep that going. I love it. Uh, Another key that I was pretty happy with was the offensive rebounding. We attacked the basket on every, well, not every play, but anyone that we could get hold of, we did. And I think Stephen Adams at one point was holding off four blokes, jumped up and, and... Got hold of it with one hand and then just tossed it back out and we had another possession. You know, like Stan talked about, we don't want to attack the glass, the O-glass every time. But if it's there and they're going to give it to you, like having Sabonis and Miles Turner in uh, foul trouble, well, go and jump because those guys aren't as strong. They're a bit leaner than um, than Stephen Adams. A bit shorter. Go up and get it, son. And, uh, and I think he did, so... You're pretty happy with that. The third takeaway is it's definitely B.I.'s team. I think Brandon Ingram knows that now. Uh, The last couple of minutes, the ball was just only in his hands. and um, It now goes from just being the guy and being told you're the guy to executing. So, unfortunately, that last play that he had At the end of regulation, it wasn't good. Uh, He had to shoot over both Turner and Brogdon. And that's not his fault. You know, he went to that side, but no one had dragged him away. And Turner was always going to try to come out because he likes hunting blocks. So, not the best shot. The problem was, I think he went a bit too late. You know, he started his attack at about the 8 second mark left on the shot clock. And you probably want to start moving about maybe 11 or 10. You know, you want to get your guy coming up. If you're going to use a screen, he's got to come up at about the 11 or 12 or 11 second mark. You're then using that and starting to get going. But, you know, the, the fadeaway, if it goes in, it's a completely com- different conversation. But unfortunately, it didn't. And it was a fall away tough shot over two guys, which just didn't even look close. The redemption, by saying that you're going to go and guard their best player and then come away with that uh, block to force overtime. No dramas. I love that. That's exactly what you want to see from him. And the best players are the ones that do it on both ends. You know these guys. Kawhi Leonard. LeBron's always going to take on uh, the good player at the end of the at the end of the game. Paul George has done it throughout the journey. You see this time and time and time again. And if you're going to say, well, all right, I didn't hit that shot, but I'm going to go and take these boys on. I'm going to hold this bloke back make sure he doesn't hit his shot, and, and actually come away with a block after forcing him into a contested fadeaway out-of-bounds three. Yeah, no, I, I love it. I thought it was good. Right game plan, just unfortunate execution. And I think as we get more reps in and more games played and more trainings and more practice and get used to stand system and, and know what's happening... We're going to win those games. We're going to fall on the right side of the ledger. So I'm not too mad. I'm disappointed because it was definitely one that we should have just knocked on the head. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's one game. What have we got left? Plenty, I think. You know, that was game seven. 72 on the, on the year. So, you know, we've got 65 to go. We'll be doing okay. We'll be doing all right. Now, my last final few thoughts. Overall, good game. We'll come out and beat the Thunder on Wednesday. Thursday my time, so you'll probably get this when you wake up the next day anyway. Um, If you're in the US, otherwise it'll be probably after I finish work. Now, I reckon we'll be all right. It'll all come together. Guys, as always... Make sure you check out mybookie.ag. Go and do your betting over there. Manscaped.com, of course, as well. HoopBall20 is the code. Head over to hoop-ball.com. Get all your fantasy stuff, your wagering stuff. We're killing it. Absolutely killing it. There's guys just lighting it up on the fantasy, on the on the betting. Whatever you need, we'll, we'll tell you, as well as just normal NBA news. Guys, as always, I'm Lyle Swithenbank. I'll leave it with that. We'll beat Thunder on Thursday, I promise. Bye for now.